What's up, everybody? This is Podcast Gameoverse, episode 072 for uh, Tuesday, June 8th. I am Wasabi Ice Cream, uh, my dude, my, my boy, Ricky, is here. What's up? Yo, what up? It's Rick. It's a boring name. Wasabi Ice yeah. Cream and Rick. I know. You, we were saying that you need to devise a new... Uh, I know. I'm thinking of something. Thinking yeah, of something. you got something cooking. Yeah, maybe I'll just I'll just go by Retrobite. You know, that's what I've had. That's what the show was called that I was working on when I started this thing. That's what my Twitch handle is. Yeah. I might just go with Retrobite. We'll see how I feel though. Yeah. Just Speaking of names, we were we were talking earlier that uh I I came up with a a name for my first oh, album. It's, it's so good. It's <laughs> such a good name. Like. I got, I'm kind of jealous. I didn't come up with it. I kind of don't <laughs> want to say it now because like someone's going to steal my idea or maybe someone already has it. I don't know. I didn't look it up, but my first album is going to be called slappers only. If you, if you ever played, if you ever played Goldeneye, you're probably familiar with slappers only. It's the mode and multiplayer where you can only, you can only use the chop. If you like drop all your weapons, you get a chop move. It's in Perfect Dark too. You can actually like unarm people with the chop in Perfect Dark, but that that mode is called Slappers Only. So I'm like, oh my god, the perfect fucking album title. So that's that's happening. <laughs> that's Such that's inspired me to, to craft more like beats. But then I want someone to like spit on it. You know what I'm saying? Like I need like a spitter to uh, <laughs> to bless the beats with with some. Uh, some rhymes, but that's for another time. Uh, terrible show lined up for you guys today. Not uh, E3 is is upon us almost. Oh, I know that's gonna and, be. So we're gonna we're gonna have a bit of a content drought. But once E3 hits, man, oof, oof. Yeah, we're gonna have these shows are gonna like double, triple in length, man. Which yeah, it's that I think it starts like next Sunday. I yep. think. I think the so. first presentation is going to be Nintendo on the 14th, I think. I No, I don't think they're doing E3. I think they're just having like a Nintendo Direct or something. I'll have to double check. But. Or they're having a Direct, but it's, dur- it's during like the E3 yeah. window. I think they even said E3 Xbox. in their in their tweet. Yeah, I think Xbox is doing something on like the 16th. Joker's like a new Smash character? Maybe, maybe, maybe. It's about time they announce a new Smash Brothers character. It's been a couple months since the... Uh, Who's the last one? Uh, Pyra and Mithra. So, the wait and see. I'm yeah. excited. Anytime Nintendo has a direct, I'm like, show me that shit. And, maybe, uh, maybe they'll give us fucking. Uh, what's that game that everyone? What's that bug game? The bug rogue, the Dark Souls, Beetle game. How's that game called? What the fuck are you talking about, dude? <laughs> Dark Souls Beetle game? Dude, every time Nintendo comes out and they're about to tease something, everyone thinks it's it's that game. Uh, and I'm like, I had no idea people were that. Um, what the hell is that game called? Why am I forgetting the name of that game? You know what I'm talking about. Joker knows what I'm talking about. It's it's a Beetle. Say, don't fucking ask me. I don't know what the fuck. It's like dark. It's a side. It's a 2D side scrolling Dark Souls, but every everything's a a bug. Everything's a beetle. Uh, are you yeah. fucking talking about? Hold on. Ho- Hollow Knight. Hollow Knight. Just say you fucking talking about Hollow Knight. That's that. I mean, that's okay. 
Um, I mean, I guess you're not wrong. <laughs> no, it's a great game, but I just didn't know there was this like underground fucking like fervorance uh, of people who were just dying for more shit from that shit. Well, what's okay. Nintendo gonna do? Is it like? I don't know. But everyone's every time Nintendo Direct comes out, there's this. Uh, Twitter just lights up like, how the fuck? Oh shit! Where where's Hollow Knight? And I'm like, where wait why? Where's first of all, where's all this Hollow Knight shit coming from? And why Nintendo? Uh, that's what oh, I understand. Like they they think it's coming to to Smash or. Something. Oh oh you know what oh you know what, not a bad wouldn't be a bad fit actually. Let me mention that would not be a bad fit. I'd be okay with it. I think Shovel Knight would fit better though, but. Well, Shovel Knight's and everything. I think he's already he's in Smash as like a. Assist. Oh, you're right. I think he's a trophy. Yeah. Or no, no, he isn't. I don't know. I don't fucking know. Um, I would love to see more on that game builder garage, but that, that's coming out in like three days. So yeah, there's really not a lot to talk about once it comes out. <laughs> um, I didn't play any video games, so um, let's just move on to uh. <laughs> No, I did play. I played a little bit, but I didn't like. I wasn't street. I checked out that Mech Warrior game because it's on Game Pass, and I was like, I just want to like try something. Uh, that game is kind of okay. Like, I'm not. Game? I'm not into mechs. What's it called? Mech Warrior Five uh, Ultimate Destruction All Stars uh, PlayStation. MechWarrior 5 Mercenaries. <laughs> uh, MechWarrior 5 Mercenaries. It's on Game Pass, and I was just like, I, I kind of want to look at this. It's um very interesting. Yeah, it's not bad. It's very interesting. It's a co-op game. It's a four-player co-op game oh, where shit. it just throws you into a bunch of randomly generated maps and scenarios and you just kind of just go and you just kind of just take it like kind of like imagine command and conquer but all the maps are like randomly generated and it's four player co-op and it's first person mech action that's pretty cool i can dig it it's i didn't actually get to play with other people because I don't know if it's just there was no one playing or the matchmaking was just bad or but you can play with ai so I kind of just jumped into like you could just quick start, and I just jumped into a thing, and yeah. it controls like you would expect a mech game to control. Like it's it's All got right. different firing modes, different tiers of firing modes. So you can say here's stage one where it's my missiles and my laser, and then here's stage two. Whereas just my lasers, stage three is just my missiles. And I've got like a quick stage where I'm on cooldown now because there's like an overheat mechanic if you're firing too much. And um, you're, you can, you, it, it controls like a turret where you can look in a different direction when you're walking. So, which I guess that's how most video games work now that I'm saying that. But no, it controls like a tank where if you're holding forward, you walk forward and you can look in a different direction and still yeah. hold forward and walk forward. Uh, so it controls like that, or it's like very mech like, and there's different, there's like 50, 60, 70, 80, 90, a hundred, a thousand different mechs. You can customize 
uh, but they all have like, I don't know shit about mechs and shit, but maybe I'll extreme this at some point because it's hard. It's very hard to explain if you're not like looking at it. But yeah, definitely stream it. I'll check it out. Sounds cool. I didn't. I didn't intend on playing it, so I didn't like stream it at all. But it's actually interesting. If I have someone to play with, maybe it'll it'll be better. But I'll be down. Um, speaking of Game Pass, did you ever get that EA Play shit sorted out? No. No, Damn. fuck no. Um, <laughs> Damn. And I never will. I mean, they probably they pretty much told me to go suck my own dick because there's not they're not going to do anything about it. That is a bummer. So. Fucking all kinds of shits on there right now. Fucking a way out is on EA Play now. Fucking. I mean, it's not. It's not like. It's not like I can't just pirate those games. I mean, you know, I could. <laughs> Uh, but uh, or you know, I can just buy them. Of course, that's also or just buy them. Yeah. But I don't know. Given EA my money at this point, when they've pretty much told me to go, oh, you go fuck yourself. Yeah. And anyone else who's fucked in the same way, I it's not like it's just me. I'm sure there's a bunch yeah. of people who are just completely locked out of their shit because. Because that same shit. I I would assume that's a very common thing of just some random asshole breaking into your Xbox account, buying FIFA shit, and then you know, because it's not I I didn't foresee that shit happening. It's not like I'm gonna go buy FIFA and do this shit myself. So, uh, yeah. So, yeah. Fuck EA still. <laughs> Well, I've, I haven't been playing anything new. Um, I'm still playing the Mass Effect collection. I just got into Mass Effect 3 a couple days ago. And Mass Effect 3 is the one I played the least. But it's still a fucking solid game. Like, I'm impressed with how well your choices carried into Mass Effect 3. And it's the only, like, end-of-the-world doomsday game that actually feels like it. And what's funny <laughs> is that since we just went out through our own like end of the world doomsday thing for the last like what year and a half <laughs> the the parallels are very very uh uncanny oh yeah it's, yeah it's a lot of it like hits too close to home seeing that and i'm like ooh. like the only unrealistic thing about it is that everyone's willing to work with each other instead of being selfish no <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. And I'm like, that doesn't fucking happen. <laughs> Saw it firsthand. Um, but no, Mass Effect's still good. Death Stranding mention of the podcast. That game. If you're talking about parallels, that game. <laughs> ultimate parallel. Like he knew. Uh, really? Mass Effect 3. That, that, Mass Effect 3 is also the one I played the most. Because that yeah. was like, that was the one I had. Or was it two that I played the most? I don't remember. Three, two three. is like everyone's favorite, but three's still pretty solid. The combat's way better in three. I think it's the best in three. Yeah, yeah. I guess that was the one I played the most because that was when I really just had nothing to do and all the time in the world. And I had all the DLC. I remember that, that was the one with like the Shadow Broker, right? Oh, the Shadow Broker DLC was in the second one. Okay, well then, okay, then the second one. That's the one I played the most. <laughs> 
that the second one's everyone's favorite because it's such an obvious improvement over one and the story itself is like building up to something so great and but three, like the characters i remember the most yeah. in that one too like i remember jack was badass yeah jack's cool um yeah they, it had a bunch of characters that i remember the most from that one too and mass effect 3 is really cool because like all those arcs which is why I love about it. All those arcs like pay off at the end of Mass Effect 3. Everything you've been building up to really does pay off in Mass yeah. Effect 3. Well, that was, I'm not going to talk about the ending, but... I missed out on all that. I think I finished that game before they fixed it. So um, I did too. But that, <laughs> yeah, but that, but then, but my journey through Mass Effect, I didn't really care about the ending. So that's... I, I need to go through those games again. They're good, man. The fucking legendary collection is definitely worth it. Sixty bucks, I think. Like, I think you can get it on like Green Man Gaming for like fifty. Yeah, like two was like the perfect. I I, I did play two the most, and I feel like that was perfect because it it's a good introduction, like it's a really good like starting over point for for Shepard, but it also. Uh, it's just like it, it's good standalone. Like two is good standalone. And I think that's why that's why I um like invested so much time. That's why I mem- remember it so much so fondly. It is. It's great standalone. It's better piggybacking off of one and those choices you made. Yeah. But if you've never played one and jump right into two, it's still pretty solid. Yeah. And with three, like fuck, dude, the shit they carried over. Like, there are some quests in three where characters that I've helped out and choices I've made in one, like all combined to like make it happen. It's insane. Like, okay, minor spoiler. There's this mission where you, you find this side character who's kind of bugging you through all three games. He's like a super fan of yours. And if you're super nice to him, he does like one more bumbling idiot thing. And you kind of talk him into like, Hey, this thing's fucking dumb what you're doing. And you talk to him and he's like, I'm sorry, I screw everything up. And you're like, dude, how about you like try helping out? That's not like, you know, shooting people or like trying to be me. Like, what can you do? And he's like, oh, I'm uh, not much. I'm just a, uh, I have a doctorate in xenotechnology. And we're like, wait a minute. We're trying to build like an alien super weapon and you have a doctorate in alien technology. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you know, like. And if it was that one thing, you'd be like, okay, cool. But then he's like, yeah, I have, uh, I wrote my dissertation on it. Let me call up my contact. He's working on something right now that might help you out. My contact's Gavin. And you're like, oh, Gavin? You mean the, the guy who I did this side quest for in the first game? Yeah, he's a friend of mine. Let him know I, let him know I need the help. And he's like, okay, he sent over his paperwork. Oh, but it's written in this weird alien language. It's written in like an old dialect. I can't translate it. Oh, I happen to have a uh, writing in that same dialect that I found in the first game. Here you go. <laughs> oh, nice. I need a license to to read it. Oh, I happen to own that license. And this is all stuff you fucking did in the first game. <laughs> He's like, like it's, the, the it's crazy. Yeah, it's fucking crazy. And this, this isn't like the game told me like, hey, buy this license because it's going to come in handy later or do this side quest for this guy. Like, it's just stuff that came up. And it gets to the point where, like, someone's life gets saved because you helped out someone in the first game. And it was, like, a side quest. It was, like, a main story quest. Like, this game rewards you for, for if you, if you played through the first two games, did as much of the side content as you can, 
it rewards you for that for that perseverance and helping people. It's really cool. And it's something I forgot, like up until the ending, which I'm not going to talk about, like oh, you really do feel like these choices you've made for the past like two games before that like really do matter. And I love it. It's still good. Even now, like as I'm talking about it, like I want to go back and play it right now. Like it's still I, I have that same giddiness I had when I first played it when I was like God, I was like 18, 19 when that game came out. <laughs> yeah. That's um Yeah. That, that's a good uh that's a good trilogy of video games right there. Fantastic trilogy. Just released a patch for the legendary collection that fixed some of the uh some of the weird issues that the legendary edition had at launch. So go check it out, everybody. I always recommend it. Go buy that legendary collection. It's like sixty bucks, fifty on on uh, Green Man Gaming. Yeah. For three awesome games and all the DLC, go fucking play it. It's worth it. Joker, Joker in the chat says, "What, what, what a Mass Effect." Uh, <laughs> uh, 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 yeah, he says that in the chat, just like you can. You go to gamerverse.com slash twitch or gamerverse.com slash youtube or gamerverse.com slash discord chat with us because we do this live yep we do it live we can answer questions just like jokers if you're here with us who else said who still plays fifa which you would be surprised joker uh i mean that was my question back in 20 2012 when my account was hacked <laughs> I was like, who the fuck plays FIFA? It turns out people who are in it just for the gambling, just for the gambling, they will hack your account just to use your account to gamble with. Uh, so that's who plays FIFA. <laughs> um, we do have, we are, uh, and we do do some news here. And even though it's been pretty light the past couple, like week or so, there's still some stuff to go over. Um, CG Project Red's uh, ransomware data has been leaked. And if you guys remember, back in February, there was a, a cyber attack on CG Project Red, um, which people believe was a Hello Kitty ransomware. Um, the hackers put up stolen source code for sale on a Russian language forum. Uh, they did threaten Cyberpunk with uh, leaks and that they would sell their information. They didn't get this payout. Cyberpunk never paid out. So. Now we uh, have some of that leaked info, and it's pretty interesting, some of the shit that we got here. Yeah, so um, from what I understand, uh, they, the, the whole thing leaked, and then some yeah. of the people who were scrubbing through it found, I, I guess, some of the testers or in-house... They made a their own like, bug montage. Yes, with music and everything. <laughs> yeah, which I mean, just does does Crobe Cat work for? <laughs> uh, does Crobe Cat work for CD Projekt? Because this is like very on point. Uh, there's it some really nudity is. in this, but I'm gonna oh, show yeah. it anyway. It's but, it's um, pretty interesting. I saw through it too, and I actually found out that like bug lists aren't too uncommon in game development and some you know bug testers will make the video montage like showing off bugs and stuff yeah well they on. did it they do it for a lot of times they just release it like for fun i know they did one for god of war uh they did like a little here's how buggy our game was when while we were developing it 
and it just released like a little montage of of bugs. But um, it wasn't like that when it released though. That game was polished as fuck. So yeah, which is astounding to me because I think people scrub through the data, and this was like in 2020. This bug yeah. montage put together. So this was like the game. When did the game release? Like November 2020. Uh, yeah. So within that same year, you know, all this like bullshit got cleaned up, which astounds me that they were able to clean up as much, even though the game was still a fucking mess. Like <laughs> the state it was in, like this, literally the same year, is astounding to me. <laughs> yeah, they were able to clean up as much as they were, but at the same time though. <laughs> We saw the fucking mess it was in the same year it was supposed to come out. So, <laughs> you know, like that kind of tells me that maybe the devs and the public, well, the devs definitely knew, but the publishers probably knew too what status this game was in before it released. Uh, making video games is, is hard. So, uh, especially with <sighs> what they were trying to make here, the only, the only problem was they released it like this. Instead of saying, yeah. "Hey, let's let's take our time with this. Let's let's make sure this is crisp, as good as people agree. What they want." I agree, uh, and that's what's so shitty about it is that like, ah, uh, they shouldn't have released it the way it was. And I know hindsight's twenty twenty, but they didn't have. There's no hindsight here to look into. Like they they knew how bad it was when it was releasing. Yeah, like look at the status of this. Like this could have. Even if this this montage was like in January, because it's dated for 2020. I don't know when in 2020. Let's say early 2020, January. That's still 11 months before release date. <laughs> that the game will look like this. <laughs> that is insane to me. I'm impressed they were able to clean up as much as they were able to. But at the same time, it's like... God, they should have delayed this game. And they knew they needed to delay this game, but they never did. Um, I they they say there's still members of the team working on it, a small group of people still working on it, because I think they've moved on to like their next project. So, but there's still people over there working on it. I hope it gets to where they want it to get, but I, I don't think I don't think it will ever get to where I want it to get. I I think so too. So. Like I'll probably pick it up once they like patch it out a bit and it's cheap, but I'm not interested in pick looking at it now. Yeah. Despite the changes they made, it's still buggy as shit. It's still <laughs> a really God, these are so funny. My God, look at this shit. <laughs> God, if Crowcat had like released this, I, I see what you mean. If Crowcat had like released this, I would. It's the been... it's the it's the music in the audio clips on like on yeah, top dude. of it. I'm like, oh, you guys really just wanted to make like this a super memey fucking thing because they even have like the the cyberpunk theme with like the 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 flute on it. You know, they they do the flute shit. Yeah. I'm like, oh, you guys really just. <laughs> What's your fucking me blurs on here, dude? Like, it's great. Uh, Dark Sage nine one one seven is has a question for this panel. Uh, yes, caller, caller, go ahead. Caller, go ahead. <laughs> oh, we're waiting on our caller. 
to ask his question. There were some uh, censorship flags. And uh, so what exactly is this, the censorship flags here? So, okay. So I have a little bit of experience with uh, coding. So what this is, is they set, they set what's called flags in the code. Right. So when you, and, and they're just numbers. So you know how, um, remember in like PS3 and PS4 might do this too. Remember how it had like parental control yeah. numbers and you can say, okay, this is a one, this is a two, this is a three. It's basically kind of what this is where okay. with, depending on what, what region they're releasing in or what they need to hide or censor or whatever, they just put gotcha. those like on a, on a, like a number flag and then gotcha. the higher they go, they can just put that number in in the code somewhere and say okay this is a seven so this is gonna be, this is what's gonna be censored um but they're one for so they got one for nudity over sexualization sexually suggestive stuff homosexuality gore drugs which is religion. really interesting to me because like the whole point of this game is like you know it's a cyberpunk future anything goes nobody cares yeah. who you're fucking or what you're fucking yeah, so it's kind of weird to me that. But oh, there's some, there's to... some like there's some regions that are very yeah. restrictive. I know like Australia hates everything. Like, oh, yeah. sorry if you're a gamer in Australia, but like you have you get the short end of the stick a lot of the time. So, um, but they got one. They got a flag in here for China. That's co that I guess in their little. Uh, it's not. It's nothing like huge or anything. I think I think it's funny actually. Uh, they they called it they called it the little name they used for it is censor Winnie the Pooh. I love it. Which is yeah. That's funny. Um, Dark Sage came in with a with a paragraph in the chat here. Yeah, he says, I read through it. Um, oh, you want to read? It? Go ahead. Well, I want to read it for people who are just listening. He says, "Rumor has it that the new Call of Duty is supposed to be an, an alternative history of World War II." Where the war never ended. As a fan of Call of Duty, I'm wondering, do you think they would go down the route of the man and the high castle universe? Would they dare to make a game where the allies are defeated by the Axis? What exactly can you do for an alternate World War II game that makes sense if the war never ended? I don't know if you know this, Dark Sage 9117, but. Where are you going with this? I know where you're going with this. You know where I'm going with this? Uh, yeah. There, there has been a very successful alternate World War II game where the war never ended. Uh, if you've ever played the new Wolfenstein games, uh, extremely good games. Actually, some of my favorite FPS game uh, Same. ever. Same. Uh, those games actually take place in a America where uh, the Nazis are like in control. Um, so it's like an alternate America where you're trying to like liberate the Nazis um, in the, in the first two games. And it's actually, they actually have a lot of like alternate history. You actually run into Jimi Hendrix in the first game. Oh yeah. Uh, and I love that whole scene, by the way. Like, yeah, that game for, if you never played it, Oh, hold on. Plane passing by. Hold on. Yeah. But yeah, they're really good games and uh, there's some cool alternate history stuff there. And the game is, people don't want to admit it, but what I love about Wolfenstein is the game is very political, despite what people want to believe about it. 
like the whole Jimi Hendrix scene that uh, Wasabi was talking about. Uh, Jimi Hendrix isn't exactly like responsive to Blaskovich and what he's trying to do. And when you call him out on it, like, dude, what's your problem? He flat out tells you, like, dude, like, a black man in America, things weren't great for me before the Nazis showed up. But they're not going to be great after the Nazis, after the Nazis leave either. <laughs> and it's it's really cool. But I feel like if they did a uh, alternate history World War II, where the war never ended, it'd probably be something similar to that. But more grounded. Yeah. You probably won't see, like, a mecha Hitler, or, like, robot dogs or something. But, yeah. or zombies. And I'm not but, the biggest fan. I'm not the biggest fan of Call of Duty. In fact, the either. Call of Duties, the Call of Duty games that I really like are the ones that the Call of Duty fans really hate. Like I think Advanced Warfare was by far the best one they've done before before the new Modern Warfare. I think Modern Warfare is like the new standard now. But before that, I I, I loved like all the movement options, the the mech suits, the wall running, the jumping and shit. It was basically like Titanfall. Uh, like after Titanfall had 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 come out, so I don't know if my opinion on Call of Duty matters to to one who is in love with that franchise, but uh, yeah, I I, I think they could do they could do like an alternate World War Two, but see, they, but they Call of Duty likes to take itself a little too seriously, so I don't know if. What's what's fun is they like to take themselves a little too seriously, but at the same time, like not seriously enough by being like this yeah. action spectacle. So here's yeah. here's what I would like to see. Here's what I would like to see, and I know they're not gonna do it. I would love to see an alternate history where the World War where World War Two never ended. And I don't mean like, oh, the uh, the um the allies were lost to the access powers. I mean like the war's still going. Like there's no clear winner. I want like 2021 but we're still at war with the access powers i want to see what the world looks like at that point are japanese internment camps still a thing you yeah. know what do relationships look like for the rest of the world after like god what like 70 60 years of like conflict <laughs> yeah I, I would love to see something like that you know where the, this war still going on what the economy looks like with that what normal citizens feel like growing up in Again, a, in a some, world with conflict, they're never gonna do that. They're some, never yeah. gonna do something like that. There's, there's yeah. interesting ideas they could explore, but I don't trust the Call of Duty writers. To... Yeah, same. I mean, look, I haven't, I haven't played a Call of Duty game in a long time, so I don't know what kind of stories they write now. But I just don't, I don't think they have the capacity to pull that off. Now, if it was the Wolfenstein guys, I'd be like, hell yeah, dude! Like, yeah, they do. Those games are so tongue in cheek that. that yeah. Um, those those games know how to laugh at themselves and at like tragedy in general. Yeah. So it's, uh, I don't know if the Call of Duty writers can do that. I just don't. I don't really trust them to, <laughs> to yeah. nail like, a story a cool like that. There's a concept there. There's a cool concept there. So many people do the the uh, the high castle thing, where it's like, oh, the Nazis won World War Two. This is what the world looks like under Nazi regime. Which is interesting, but we've seen it before. You know, Wolfenstein did it before the High Castle series did it. Yeah. And um, I would love to see, like, where it never ended. Like, again, conflict's still going, what the world looks like after, like, 60-something. I'm not a history buff, so I think World War II was, like, 60, 70 years ago, but I might be wrong. But <laughs> i love to see what that looks like, where a world just completely ravaged by World War for the 
almost a hundred years, you know, more than 50, more than half a century, what that looks like, what race relations look like, what um, relations with the countries look like, you know, what the economy looks like, what the average citizen looks like. I would love to see that. Or what technology look like if we just had to progress to killing other people. You know, mm-hmm. I would love to see what that looks like. Um, but I don't think they're going to touch on it. <laughs> as cool as it yeah. would be to see, they're not going to touch on it. So, um, good question. Good question, Dark Sage. Yeah, good I was, question, I was, I was, I was, I didn't know where you were going to go with that, but that is a good question. That, that sparks but some, that, that makes us fun. You know, yeah. That's what makes us fun of it, doing it live, man. Um, Definitely, though, if you have not played those Wolfenstein games... Uh, definitely it. play oh, those. Sure. That goes for everyone. Like those games yeah. are phenomenal. Yep, and they're on Game Pass right now. So go check oh, it out. They are on Game. They are on fucking Game Pass. Oh my god, <laughs> forgot about that. I need to yep. play those again, man, because they're just so fun. They're, they're good, so man. Good. They're really yeah. good. Yeah. Okay. Um, some more news. Uh, ROM site owner. Decided to fight Nintendo in court and lost 2.1 million. If you guys remember, there was an issue a while back where Nintendo was shutting down a bunch of ROM sites that hosted ROMs of their games. Uh, one ROM site owner decided to fight back and not back down from cease and desist orders. And he was uh, charged in court and ordered to pay $2.1 million to Nintendo yeah. for a copyright infringement. So here's the, pay here's the thing about this. Content. Here's the thing about this, which this is really snow, slow news week, huh? Because this one's just not, yeah. I mean, this one's just not even worthy of talking about. But here's the thing about this is that this is not really a win for like anti emulation or whatever the fuck. Yeah. This is not a There's win. There's a lot for of that. nuances in this, this that is, don't, the headlines don't talk about. The, the real message here, the moral of this story is never fucking try to defend yourself in courts um because you are a dumbass i don't mean you as in like you i just mean like people are idiots and you're going to end up saying some dumb shit that's gonna bite you in the ass because you don't have your story straight um yeah like get a lawyer and they're gonna they're gonna have they're gonna make sure you don't say anything that's gonna fuck you over because what this guy did is he basically he he denied that he wasn't breaking any laws and he hadn't uploaded any ROMs to the site. And then later on down the the trial, he admits to uploading ROMs to the site, basically. Uh, and that's like what most of this hinges on is him just doubling back on the, the previous yeah. statements he'd made. Um which is ridiculous. And not just that, but he also, like, it wasn't like like EMU Paradise or something where he was just uploading them free to download. He was charging like a subscription. Yeah, yeah. Download this. He was directly profiting off of it. So, already, like, putting them up online to dump for free is already a legal gray area. But if you're charging people for it, that's a, that's a no-no. You're getting fucking hammered, dude. Like, don't. Yeah. <laughs> what are you thinking? Um, and I just want to point out that he's lucky all they did was send him a cease and desist. They didn't like take him to court for anything. They're like, hey, knock it off. And he was like, no. And now <laughs> he owes all this money. <laughs> um, Yeah, 
don't do what this guy did. I mean, we all yeah. know, we all know we can just go to archive.org and search for uh, N64 ROM pack and just get a full pack of N64 ROMs. I mean, you can do this with every platform. We all know you can do this and it's free. You don't have to pay any subscription. It'll give you a torrent. So you can just torrent the whole thing. And I mean, we all know we can, I don't have to tell you that we can do this, but you know, we can do this. If you don't want the whole thing, you can just go in there and they have individual. So if you just want like GoldenEye, GoldenEye's coming up a lot today. If you just want GoldenEye, we all know you can just go over there and just download the zip, get GoldenEye, you know, get Banjo-Kazooie, you know, you want some, uh, some PS3 games, you know, they got those too. But I don't have to tell you that because we all know that, right? Okay, so. <laughs> um, yeah, just don't, like, don't don't try to defend yourself because yeah, you're an don't. idiot. <laughs> yeah, th- those, those who can, do. Those who can't, pay someone else who can. Yeah. Perfect example. I built my own computer. I have no problem doing that. Any tech issues with my computer, I can figure it out by myself. But I will gladly pay someone to change the oil on my car because I don't know how to do it and I fucking hate working on my car, doing anything yeah. for my car. But I'm mature enough to admit that. <laughs> yeah, don't try to save a quick yeah. buck being like, oh, you know what? I think they, they're, they're going to over, they're going to like overcharge me for stuff I don't need. Like an oil change turns into, oh, you got to take a look at the carburetor. Oh, it's the alternator. Oh, you got a problem over here. No, 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 no. I'm going to, I'm going to take it into my own hands and, and, and and not let them overcharge me for stuff I don't need. And then all of a sudden, you know, you got you got car mechanic simulator going on and you got you got thirteen wrenches. I don't know where I'm going with this. Try to try to get a little bit Part of this analogy there. didn't yeah. know how to finish it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, point <laughs> is like this dude, he was already doing some shady shit, paying us charging a subscription for these ROMs. And he should have just backed down when they sent the cease and desist, but he didn't. Instead, he wanted to represent himself in court instead of hiring a lawyer like a fucking idiot. Now he owes $2 million because of it. So, you yeah. know, this isn't a question about video game preservation or copyright laws or lost media, anything like that. It's just a dude being a fucking idiot and paying the price for it. <laughs> yeah. All right, moving on to some quickies. Can you actually take over the section? I got to take a leak. <laughs> All right. Yeah, just the two God of War PS5 release has been pushed to 2022. This comes straight from Sony Santa Monica Studio, who actually they changed their Twitter name to Santa Monica Studio is hiring. So if there's any aspiring game devs out there, maybe uh, throw your hat in the ring at uh, Santa Monica. That would be a dream, a dream place to work because they do great work over there. But uh, basically... Not much story here. They've delayed, which I don't know if they actually said that God of War was coming out this year. If they did say that, I didn't believe them. But uh, they're pushing it to 2022. And I think Corey Barlog came out and said, no, this is not this is not Sony saying, hey, delay your game. This is me, the head of the studio, coming out and saying that we should delay our game so that it's not fucked up. Which... That's good on you. If you if you know that your game needs more work, <clears throat> CD Projekt Red, you should delay it. <laughs> so 
so that it doesn't come out and be a fucking mess. Um, which the last God of War that that game got like delayed like three times, I think, didn't it? I don't know who I'm talking to now. I'm talking to you, the audience. I think that game got delayed um, a couple of times, maybe. But yeah, it's just you got You got to know when, when you know how much time you need uh, just to to deliver a quality product, especially now when everyone's working remote and COVID kind of fucked things up. It's 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 good to know how much how much time you need. Joker says what? Um, so what are you, what are you asking? Like, what, am, <laughs> what to what? <laughs> the, the original God of War, right <laughs> the original God of War got delayed like a couple times, right? I don't remember. But uh, even if it did, even if it did or didn't, like, you know, with especially with things like cyberpunk, you know, and it's just delay the game man if you need some more time to make the game uh the game you want just fucking delay it what's the, what's the problem it's <laughs> just delaying yeah. it man this is the I one get, you know, game shareholders get upset but don't don't fucking rush it this is the this is the one game that i will buy a ps5 for this is it i mean uh, ratchet ratchet and clank is close it's got me like biting my lip a little bit but like this absolutely when this comes out i will buy a ps5 if i don't have one already and if they're easy to get but yeah that's my big thing is if it's going to be easy to get or not it all depends on how easy it is to get because i could say back and forth like oh i want a ps5 but if i can't fucking find one what's the point i will overpay for one for this game oh don't do that dude (laughs) i'll get into the scalpers that's how confident i am in this game and uh, how confident I am that I'm going to love it and not regret <laughs> buying a ten thousand dollar PS5 to play it. <laughs> My God. Anyway, speaking of which, uh, Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart had a performance. Uh, is going to have a performance and performance ray tracing modes with the day one patch. Uh, there's a video by Insomniac on Twitter, kind of showing off what the game looks like at 60 FPS with ray tracing enabled. Um, it is on Twitter, so, you know, prepare for some scaled down, yeah. you know, compress the shit video quality. I don't know why they fucking chose to put this on Twitter of all places. You can't really enjoy the quality of it on Twitter, but whatever. Yeah. The game still looks good. Like, I love the dimension swapping, how it's with, with the SSD, it's seamless, you know, being able to load up new levels, new dimensions and shit with seamless integration i love that and this is like a game changer man i can't wait to see more games really yeah. use the power of that ssd but we'll have the, to wait um, to see what they do the, the reviews are out for this they're or they're coming out and seeing a lot of nines a lot of tens eights nines tens Good. for this so i'm glad Good. yeah definitely I, I i was never big into the ratchet games the first one i really really got into was that reboot they did to coincide with the movie Dude, same, same. I like, it was awesome. absolutely loved it. Yeah. So, again, I this would be the one game I would buy a PS5 for, but not. You forget that Sony is trying to push this whole thing that our games are worth seventy dollars now. So fuck you and pay us. Uh, and I'm not quite down with that just yet. 
So I like how you're willing to overpay for a PlayStation because of scalpers, but not the game store. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, God of War, God of War would be worth seven. I'll, I'll pay three three hundred thousand dollars for that game. I'll pay whatever they ask for that. It's worth it. But um, Ratchet, I'm not like. It'll be a good game. It'll be like a game that's, you know, it's a it's a 3D platformer, action platformer. It's this this game has been made a thousand times. I don't know if it's like really doing anything fresh for me to warrant like a. All the dimension hopping stuff looks really cool, and again, the power of the SSD that lets it just flow seamlessly would be really cool to see. We'll have to wait and see when it does come out, when we fucking can get a hold of a copy and a system to play it with. Yeah. Uh, it looks good, though. It looks good, though. And no no shit talking there, because I love the uh, reboot they did. I loved it a lot. In uh, more news, we got a look that Microsoft confirmed that the Xbox Series X and S will support Fidelity FX Super Resolution. Now, I know what those words mean individually, <laughs> but together... I had to do some research. Uh, basically, it's a system on the Microsoft consoles that allows for uh, to achieve higher frame rate and resolutions without performance power being used up on it. So with the hardware that's on it now, you can actually see improved frame, ma- frame rates and resolutions to your games, which is cool well, to see, you know? Yeah, what it is, it's... um. It's a it's an AMD thing. Yeah. Uh, it's a direct competitor to Nvidia's DLSS thing where it's like oh this is so DLSS is like AI uh machine learning upscaling. So basically you run you run a game at a lower resolution and then it'll upscale to a higher resolution without any performance hit. Basically what your TV does if you like run a game if you run a PS4 game, it's running at 1080p, but your TV is going to upscale it to whatever resolution. Yeah. Um, kind of, kind of, but it's like the way your TV does is a shittier version of <laughs> it's a shittier version of that. Uh, it's a really like quick and dirty process. So it's better if it it's done like on the system because you can get really, really better, much better image quality. Yeah, um, better image quality. It's a one-to-one like translation, so you don't have to worry about third-party software having to get involved with it. It's all done natively. It's good. And Just for a while, school. for a while, that was a, one big advantage that NVIDIA had was DLSS because. Um, it was just, you could just run games and it, it would look like 4K, but you wouldn't get that performance hit of running at 4K. Um, yeah. And that was like their huge advantage because it was it was just so you just much more performance and it just looks like 4K. Um, so now AMD finally announced it for their cards, and the big the good thing about it is one the consoles are using AMD hardware so they can take advantage of this. I don't know. Apparently Microsoft saw this coming in advance and put extra hardware in the xbox that was built to take advantage of this whereas the ps5 i don't think even though it is using amd graphics it's not they didn't look in advance at this specific feature set 
uh, correct me if I'm wrong. Like I thought, I thought that they both could take advantage of this, but I guess what's happening now is Microsoft said, no, we thought ahead. We planned for this. It's going to support it out the gate. Whereas Sony might still be figuring it out, but I'm sure they'll, they'll get to it because it's open source. So anything can use it. Even if you're ha- if, even if you use Nvidia graphics, you can still use it. It's like free sync. Um, like anything and use it. So hopefully both Sony and Microsoft will take advantage of it. But right now Microsoft is confirming that yeah, both series S and series X series X probably doesn't need it, but the series S, uh, will definitely benefit oh, from definitely. this. Um, <laughs> definitely. So it'll be cool to see. Um, I can't wait to see it get implemented more. Uh, we'll probably get some steady updates for games that are supporting it better and seeing the performance changes once it's yeah. uh, more regulated. Yeah. Um, we also got a look at, hold on one second. You had a little announcement on Twitter that Brad, Vinny, and Alex from Giant Bomb are creating Nextlander. Uh, it's a new podcast streaming project they're working on together. Uh, you can actually check out um, the podcast on Apple, Apple Music. No, Apple Podcasts. Sorry, I forgot that's what they call it now. Uh, yeah. Apple Podcast had a little preview, kind of showing off what it's about. It was like a 20 minute, 28 minute video that was released uh, yesterday. So go check it out. If you're a fan of the uh, those giant bomb guys, definitely go check it out. They're a much more popular podcast and group of gamers than we are. So <laughs> yeah, I think they um, need our shout out. But yeah, but I um I love these guys, man. They yeah. they uh they're veterans of the industry. They uh they inspired me to do what I do and when they left giant bomb, they didn't really say if or what they would be doing afterwards. So it's just exciting to know that they're still remaining, uh, in the spotlight in the industry. So, uh, yeah. So wherever they go, I will follow. I will, I will continue being a, uh, a loyal follower and servant to the overlords of, of, uh, Vinny and Brad and Alex. So, yeah. Next Lander. They they've, they did like a little uh, stream on Twitch. They're also on Twitch. I think it's just twitch.tv says Next Lander. Um, yeah. Great guys. Hilarious guys. Um, so, yeah. Give them, give, them a, give them a listen if you're not familiar. Yeah. For sure. Give them a listen. We also have uh, an indie bundle. For the for Palestinian aid being released by itch.io it's 1022 different items uh not all of them games some of them are games some of them are music some of them are modules for tabletop games but it's a lot of stuff man a thousand pieces of content over a thousand pieces of content for five bucks yeah so here's the yeah. thing about this uh which is a caveat I will add <laughs> oh um, all the all of the all I, did they say all of it? Did they say like hundred percent? Maybe I don't know how much they're giving uh, to the charity, but they are supporting the the UNRWA, uh, United Nations Relief and Works Agency, and they have a pretty controversial history and current. Really? Um. So what I would say is, don't just don't give to this to support them exactly unless you want to this is not do or don't 
I'm saying here. This is just like FYI. Pretty confident, uh, pretty shady uh, organization. They've they've had some yeah. some pretty big controversies in the past, but I will say pretty damn good pack. If you want these games, I remember they did this. Uh, was it last year they did it with um, uh, Black Lives Matter? Um, yeah. The you know, racial injustice and equality bundle or something like that. It was called. Yeah. And, um, which was similar. It had just about as much stuff. I think a lot of the stuff that was in that bundle is in this one. Yeah. But you know, five dollars. I mean, five dollars. You get all this shit. Five bucks. Yeah, I would say just yeah. if you're gonna put in for this, put in for it for the games that you're gonna get, and not necessarily to support uh, that specific agency. If you do want to support um, some some Pal- Palestinian relief, you can support the the PCRF. Uh, which is a much better organization, the the Palestine Children's Relief Fund, uh, which I'll put this this link in. Put that link in there. That is a much better organization you can support. So if you do want to want to throw some money to a very good organization, that's when you can support right there. If you just want the games, then you can also you can also throw in for this for this bundle. Which there's a lot of good games in here. I know they definitely have Celestes in here. Uh, which is a phenomenal game. They, they've also got um, uh, Glittermitten Grove is in here. See, I don't even like look at all these, man. Uh, Baba is You was also in here, which is a very good, extremely good puzzle game. Yeah, dude, there's so much shit in here. It's insane. But yeah, and it's not all games. It's stuff like soundtracks, uh, stories, visual yeah. novels. Some of it's like uh, there's game even development. modules. Yeah, there's modules for uh, game development, and there's even some modules for uh, tabletop games. I saw a 5e module in here somewhere. Like, it's yeah. there's some crazy shit in here, man. <laughs> Go check it out for sure. Wait, let, me, let me give the link for this as well. I didn't do that. But yeah, that, that's you, the... Doing, um, doing your homework. The, the, the racial injustice bundle they did, like, there was a lot of stuff in there, but I kind of like... You, they have good thumbnails here, and a lot of them have like animated gifs, so you can like see what the game is. And there's a lot of stuff that that's in here that I'm like, huh, I kind of want to kind of want to check that out. There's a lot of hidden gems in here that, um, let, you you probably never know, but a lot of games start off on itch.io and yep. then like blow up and then end up on everything, and then it's the it's the next the next big thing. So you could have like the next big thing might be in here somewhere. Uh, you'd, and you'd never know. Like some nuclear stuff. thrones on here, like yeah, yeah. So some cool shit in here. But definitely, definitely go check, check it out, out for yeah. sure. We also have here we go the E three schedule and press conference information. Yeah. So we actually do have um, conference times and schedule dates and stuff. Uh, first, we are starting uh, Thursday, June tenth, with uh, the IGN pre show uh, set to start. A little bit before ten thirty. Uh, we don't care about the summer IGN. games fest starts ten thirty. Yeah, we don't care about IGN. Summer game fest starts at ten thirty, June tenth, June eleventh. We're still having uh, some IGN stuff with Coach Media having a time slot. Right now, it's not not available, but they're estimating. No, you're looking at the IGN. You're looking at the IGN. Yeah, I look at the pre-show times. I'm fucking dumb. <laughs> yeah, I'm fucking dumb. I'm fucking dumb. Uh, so Coach <laughs> Media is having a uh, their show at three o'clock. Pacific time, six o'clock Eastern time, June eleventh. Uh, Gorilla 
Collective is having their stuff 8 a.m. June 12th Pacific time. Oh god, there's a lot of stuff here. Do we want to go over all of these or no? Just I posted the link. The link is in the chat. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I guess the important ones to me. Uh, yeah, I'm interested in seeing Devolver. Now, look, a lot of people love that Devolver show that they do, but yeah, including I'm, me, I'm of the mind that their only good one was the first one they did because one, it was just so unexpected and they kind of just nailed it. They had, it was like lightning in a bottle, man. They just nailed exactly the, the, the sentiment that people have with these E3 conferences, which is just a bunch of like talking heads and we just want to see the games. And they just made such a mockery of the whole like pony show that, that these conferences are that. Which is funny because I don't think they were officially at E3 that year, right? Like yeah, just, yeah. This was like some ridiculous. That was the same year they didn't go to E3. They just posted this online. They they framed it like it was an E3 show to like fuck with people, and they also had their their booth was across the street from E3. <laughs> they yeah. didn't even have a booth at E3 that year, like and it was really cool, like you said, because it was a lightning in a bottle thing. Now everyone is doing their show online. Everyone doesn't have their nobody's actually at a physical e3 conference now so but it's even that like where they're, it's not so special they're like devolver themselves their attitude is has been uh trying to recapture that and i just don't think it works anymore like it, it was doesn't. good it was good that first time it was just so good but now they're kind of trying to like do it again and again it doesn't work for me i still think it's funny i get a good kick out of it I like yeah. it when companies don't take themselves too seriously and they're just like, we're here to fuck around, have some fun, and show off some games while we're at it. And they always show off cool projects, so I don't mind it. Yeah. I love anything Devolver puts out. It's at least worth looking at. And uh, Microsoft. Microsoft and Microsoft show is yes, on Sunday. Dude. Super excited for what they have because dude, they've, they've been hush-hush. They've been hush-hush for a very long time. Aside they from have, like the big, big have. names like the Halos and the... But even Halo, we don't know much about since they delayed it. So yeah, so I'm excited. We're gonna see some shit for Halo. Maybe we'll see some shit for uh, Elden Ring. That's another one that they're working on right now with uh, uh, George R. R. Martin with Game of Thrones, right? Yeah. And God, Star Citizen was another one they were working on. They had um, God, what else do they have? I'm just talking about that as this shit right now. Elder Scrolls Six, but even yeah. Insidian with uh, their Avowed. game. Yeah, avowed. We have that. We have that to look at. Plus, any other thing they can think of. Plus, that's as, just, a, as a that's just yeah. the stuff we know about. Because yeah, dude, Microsoft's been know, buying studios wait. left and right. They just have there's so much stuff we don't know about that they've been working on. Like when they revealed the the Perfect Dark, which I'm still not sold on them uh, doing right. I don't think we need another Perfect Dark, but you know that was a very time and place type of thing. But we'll see what they do. It like I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm curious. Yeah, and that that's what it comes down to right now, to curiosity. Plus, as a as a as a Game Pass subscriber, yeah, you know, I know I'm getting all this shit. Most of, most, if not all, of this shit with my subscription. So, I'm excited. I I want to see some cool shit. I can I can check out day one. Yeah, and then Nintendo's... Um, another cool one. Yep, Nintendo's uh, June fifteenth. 
can't wait to see that. Uh, I want to see all the cool shit they're announcing. Hopefully, they reveal a super switch or Switch Pro, whatever the fuck they're gonna call yep, it. They'll announce a Switch Pro, switch or U. I can finally see some shit on SMT Five because I haven't heard anything about that since the game was announced when the Switch was announced. <laughs> we'll have to wait and see. Frugal Vegan in the chat says. Um, Al Jazeera has 2019 reports on UNRWA authority abuses of power. Maybe that's what I'm referring to. I'm referring to there's like a lot, a lot more. Yeah, <laughs> like I googled like, some shit after you brought it up, and there's like it's a whole like list of controversies like, and super sketchy, like, super sketchy, like indirectly funded terrorism. <laughs> it's uh, yeah, it's uh, there's a there's a lot. There's a lot with those guys, so I'm just saying, if you're like trying to contribute, maybe not to those guys. But I can't deny that that's a good pack of games. So I don't know your your morale. It's your morality call to make. Um, but yeah, yeah. So that's the that's the uh, that's the guide there for conference times and stuff. I didn't know it was starting this soon, maybe because like. I didn't care about anything outside of like Nintendo and Microsoft. So anything yeah. outside of those dates, I didn't really pay attention to. It will be cool to see though. Anytime E3 comes around, it's cool to see some of the cool shit that gets announced and looked at. So we'll definitely have to wait and see. Now June 10th, we'll have their summer games fast. And then from there, the real shit starts to hit the fan every day. We'll have to wait and see, but I, I'm excited. I, I am confident this year is going to be a really cool year. Joker's uh, asking if anyone's heard about the Ninja Gaiden series. Yes. And there's a Ninja Gaiden collection coming out. When is that coming out? Like June 11th? It's coming up later in the show. We're going to talk about that. Ah, <laughs> there you go. So Wasabi's already on it. On it. We got we got uh, some videos and trailers. So there's some cool shit in these trailers to look at. Uh, no Man's Sky's new Prisms trailer looks really cool. They're adding all kinds of shit. Uh, new visual features, technologies... The game looks a lot better than it used to with things like volumetric lighting, um, upscaled resolutions, uh, rideable creatures are fucking... I don't know why that wasn't a thing originally. It's so weird that um, that wasn't in there. It was, but they've added, like... There's ones that fly now that you can ride on. and That's I think so this, cool. like, underwater one you can ride on now. It's I mean, they're, they're expanding stuff that I don't really care about. <laughs> Yeah, you keep saying you want more shooting. <laughs> I just want more, you want more shooting combat. Stuff. Combat is yeah. what I want them to focus on, really. Um, and people are going to say, well, it's not a combat game, man. It's like a, it's an exploration building game. And I'm like, okay, but, you know, you can turn your laser, your, you can turn your mining laser into a shotgun, okay? If I can do that, I should have some shit to shoot at. I agree. Like, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to... I'm going to uh, support your opinion by bringing up a hypothetical here. If Mass Effect Andromeda, you know, had the same exploration as this, it'd be a pretty cool fucking game, right? Like, I thought it would, by the way. I thought that game was yeah. going to be like a Destiny, but you could just get in your ship and fly to planets and do all that shit. Nope, like, yeah. definitely not. So this this would be cool to see. If we had No Man's Sky exploration with like Destiny-style combat... It'd be a pretty cool fucking game. That's what I, fuck, that's what I um, want. That's what I want. 
Yeah, I know that's what you want, and I want that too. <laughs> and this looks cool. Like this still looks pretty cool. Like what they're trying to do. This looks. This I've been saying every time they announce a new uh, update or expansion, I say this is the game that they promised when they showed it off originally. It, it is the game they really, promised. Yeah. Yeah, and it's really sad that like, well, it's it's getting that attention again. People are checking it out now, and people are like playing it now. And I feel like some of the sourness from it is kind of gone now. Yeah. And it looks cool. It looks really cool. It's on Game Pass, so I might just bite the bullet and download it. But I'm still playing Mass Effect, so I might hold my breath on that a little bit. It looks neat, though. And this is something that's really cool. I saw this when you sent me the show notes yesterday, and I've never heard of this before. <laughs> but NVIDIA released the trailer for LEGO Builder's Journey. It's an official geforce um rtx reveal trailer showing off pc enhanced ray tracing ambulance optimization global illumination this game looks fucking crazy dude <laughs> like yeah. it's a simple puzzle game but visually it's astounding it looks like the lego movie but better <laughs> you know what i mean yeah like this is this is crazy i love the way this looks and I'm so sad we just got like a 30 second trailer for it. I would love to see more Lego games take on this kind of attitude or or like a Lego simulator. We already have like PC building simulators. Why not, why not like a Lego set simulator um, using this engine? Yeah, there is. I mean, technically, I'm not technically, but like Minecraft is that for a lot of people. Right, like a lot of kids today, their Legos are Minecraft and Roblox, Fortnite to some degree. To an extent, and as cool as that is, like this is, I would love to see like an officially licensed Lego thing with this, using this graphical style. It's really cool. It's yeah, it's a really interesting like 30, 40 seconds to I watch like this the, play um, out. Like. The animations are like really weird. Yes. Like the, the waterfalls and like the dripping, uh, like mud water is like crazy. Yeah, and it, what's cool with that is that it looks like stop motion Lego, which is why I like it. Yeah, and it's got the stop motion Lego look, which is what the, the Lego movie did. Something similar, even though it's all CGI, they made everything look like stop motion Lego, and I love that. I prefer Legos even like when they didn't talk. <laughs> I'm the opposite. Yeah, I, th I think some of the dialogue's really funny, but there's something I want to show you. Look, take this video to about 12 seconds in. Look at the fucking detail on these blocks. Like the blocks have like scratches and cracks, and it's not like the same pattern. Like it's ra it looks like random scratches. That's insane, dude. That is insane. Are you seeing this shit? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Like the bumps and scuffs and oh my god, that's crazy. Yeah, there's one with like bite marks in it, like your dog got to it. Yeah, dude, it's it's cool. It's fucking cool. I really like this. I like this a lot. And th that's kind of the idea of Lego. You know, you have different Lego blocks from different sets. So maybe you have some sets that are older than others, colors that don't match up. Yeah, it's really cool. The, I love uh, this a lot. The Mega Blocks DLC, where it was like. <laughs> Yeah, well, we got this. Is what we could afford, so here you go. And then none of it fits together. You're like, fuck. I'd love that. <laughs> but that looks cool. 
We also got a look at the Crisis Remastered Trilogy. I've never played Crisis. I've heard good things about it. I've never played it. Um, but I this remake of the trilogy looks really cool. I remember when really Crisis. Pretty. I remember when Crisis One came out, and I ordered. I bought a Game Tap. Was it Game Tap? This is when like game streaming was like new. Uh, oh I, yeah. I tried like a game because no one had a PC that could run it. So you could try to like stream it using, I think it was game tap at the time. It was like streaming and it didn't even work on that, but they like advertised it as don't have a system for crisis. We'll use game tap. And it didn't even work on that shit. Uh, it was terrible. Like it ran you know, like it, you could launch it, but you couldn't fucking play it at all. Uh, and that was my only experience with crisis. Even though I have all of them, I've not played them. I have not played any of them. I don't. I don't own them. Never bought them. Never played them. The only this thing Master Trilogy looks pretty cool. Yeah, I remember Bob, uh, the the rapper, did a remix of Frank Sinatra's New York, New York, for uh, Crisis Three, and it slaps. I it remember slaps. that. I remember seeing that like in trailers and shit. Yeah. You did it with uh, with Alicia Keys, right? Was it Alicia Keys? No, that was Jay Z. Well, I'm looking it up right here. One second. No, it was Alicia Keys. Was it? Okay. Are you sure? Oh, this is like. Hold on. Oh, here we go. There's the cool part. It's like a whole ass music video. Hold on, I'm putting it in the stream chat. There it is. There it is. Yeah, this is it. <laughs> About all I'm getting, sending it to you in the stream chat. One second. But that was that, in my opinion, the best thing that came out of Crisis. Why, why does your God, thing? This is like, so good. Why does your thing attach the the channel thing to it? What are you talking about? I just, I've never seen that. Well, whatever. What are you talking about? What did it do? Okay, I guess it is Alicia Keys. Are you sure that's Alicia Keys? I know they put Alicia Keys. It says featuring Alicia Keys question mark. Uh, I'm, almost, I'm almost certain it's not. Well, it's not an official video. for This is some random guy putting this video up. But Oh, I didn't I'm, even see that. I thought it was like some official thing. <laughs> I'm, I'm certain it's not Alicia Keys. Oh. She has a song well, called New York about New York state of mind but it's not like i think that's where i got it mixed up then <laughs> but i guess other people did too because <laughs> i think that's where i got it mixed up then uh but yeah there's this song fucking slaps i remember seeing this shit in like promotional material and it fucking slaps yeah it's definitely not you can you can listen to that and go that's not alicia keys i was like skipping through it so i was like is that i, I haven't heard this song since like God, when did this game release? Like 2011, 2010. <laughs> but the song, this isn't Joker. even. Oh, here it is. Yeah, it's like halfway through. Fire. Yeah, dude, it's so good. It's so good. But goddamn. Yeah. So well, that's why whenever I think about Crisis, that's this is what I think of this song. But, um, yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's time to go back and, like, 
load this up. I know Crisis is not a good game. And the remaster's coming out, so check it out then. I think is I thought that I th I thought this had already happened, but I guess it was just that first game. I guess. Yeah, the first one got remastered. This is a whole trilogy. But yeah, I yeah, go back and play these. Yeah, and it's some news that's going to excite everybody. We got a look at Psychonauts two. We got a look at a gameplay level. Um, Game Informer was talking about it, showing it off. I need to go back and play Psychonauts. I own the first Psychonauts, so I never yeah. finished it. Uh, so here's the thing, man. Okay. Psychonauts, oh, it's very much a game of a time and of a place. Right? Yeah. Even Psychonauts 2. So if you make a game like this, man, it's very reminiscent of that the old, the way games used to be made. I And look, I backed this game. I'm excited for this. I backed it on Fig. Like when it was first announced, still excited for it. But I don't know if the general public, if this is going to excite them the way it excites me. Because it's very much a game of an era. And that era has come and gone. You know, it's it's like, it's like it's you could, like, like you could lately. Yeah. Like those games are but great. Then you look at, yeah, but then you look at a hat in time and that did really well. Yeah. Yeah. I guess Hat in Time was a smaller game. There wasn't like as much expectation for it. Yeah. But this looks cool though. Like, I'm not a big. I, I haven't. I've never finished Psychonauts the first. Not Psychonauts. I never finished it. So, I, I don't have like this. Uh, I, I don't have this the, attachment to it that a lot of people do. But this looks that, really cool. That like, game is like that game fun. is very good. It's very good. It's hard to go back to, and I'm seeing a lot of ele elements of that in this where it's like okay yeah you guys are like trying to make what that game would be but in like 2020 times like but still like very reminiscent of like that kind of game which I don't know if I don't know if people are gonna accept I don't know if people want that it's the same thing with like oh. Perfect Dark you're trying to make Perfect Dark but yeah. you're going to have to like really make it not perfect dark. So you get just two audiences here of the people who love that original game and the people who want yeah. something more modern and very much not that original game. I hear you. Whereas like this. And I, I feel like, I feel like this is going to be for like that audience that likes the original game. Yeah. Which, that's what it looks you know, like kudos to, to them for sticking to their guns there. It's probably not going to sell that well, but kudos to them for sticking to their guns on it. Yeah. I love the creativity of this, though. It's like, I don't know if you listen to the Game Informer video here, but they're talking about this whole, uh, this mental dreamscape here is like a casino, but it's also mixed with elements from the character's time at a hospital. So it has all these yeah. weird casino neon lights mixed with like hospital imagery, like medicine and surgical equipment. Man, it's really cool. Yeah, I really that's the like thing. It. So, so you're, creative. The whole thing about Psychonauts is that you're jumping into people's minds. So you're seeing yeah. all of their personality and emotional baggage, they call it, is like spread throughout the level design of of each each level. So like and it's in the first, genius. It's yeah. genius the way it does it. Like in the first game, there's one of the first worlds you jump into is the mind of a guy who's like 
your camp counselor, but he was like also like an ex like military vet. So he has a bunch yeah. of like you know, baggage from like his times in the military and, and shit like that. Yeah, and um, the levels are based off of like trenches and Yeah. There's a lot of like military imagery and war imagery. It's really cool the way and it's all platforming. So you're platforming around this like dreamscape while you do it. It's yeah. really cool. I like that. I, I feel like I like the concept of it, but I, if I go back and try to play it, it's going to be a little rough. I don't know, I'll give it a try again. I own it. I don't know why I stopped playing it. I, I think like they've modernized it. It's easier to go back to now because they modernize the controls. Like before, yeah. you needed like you needed a PS2 to play it, but now it's on like PS4 and it's on PC on Game Pass. It's on uh, it's on modern shit now, so you can actually play it. Yeah. That'd be cool to check out. I might go back and play it. I love me a good platformer, and this looks really cool. The good game, if I, hilarious. If I can get into it, and fall in love with it. It's yeah, like very well written. Uh, yeah. yeah. And an announcement that surprised me. I never heard this was happening. We got Alfred Hitchcock Vertigo, which is a narrative adventure game. According to their description, freely inspired by the movie masterpiece directed by Alfred Hitchcock. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I can definitely see where it's loosely inspired by Vertigo. So I'm not familiar. It's such a... Vertigo is a, well, it's a movie by Alfred Hitchcock. And it's it's considered like a cinematic classic. Okay. Uh, it did a lot of things... I word this. It did a lot of things cinematically that we take for granted now. It's a really interesting movie. It's really old though. Did not age well. Definitely did not. <laughs> well, it depends on who you're talking to. I don't think it aged that well. And if you don't like old black and white movies, you know you might not like this one. Is it like? Although I think there's like, there's like a color version. Movie of it, snobs but... will talk about the impact of like Citizen Kane. Is it like that? A lot like that. Okay. A lot like that. But I'll argue it's easier to watch now than Citizen Kane is. <laughs> okay. And it's such a weird idea to basically make an adventure game. You know, not it looks kind of like, you know, a Telltale game based on what the uh, the, the, the trailer is showing off here. Yeah. Off of Vertigo, which could be interesting. If you just adopt the idea of Vertigo and convert that to a game, it could be something pretty cool. Man, Telltale, I would like to see what happens with this. The The Walking Dead was like simultaneously the best thing and the worst thing to ever happen to, to adventure games. Yeah. Because on one hand, it like streamlined the entire thing. You're not like the one thing I hate about adventure games, which like grim fandango bullshit. Like, yeah yeah the bullshit where it's like oh this is great i really want to experience the story here but i have to there's so much bullshit in the puzzles this, like i gotta take this item and use it on everything use everything on everything because i don't know what the fuck you want me to do um and that was a frustrating and god thing forbid about. like you got to find the right order to do it in too because yeah, some yeah. puzzles need more than one item um, and it's like it's fucking. I remember there's this one puzzle on Grim Fandango that, and I like Grim Fandango when it got released on PlayStation Four. I got it on PlayStation Plus. I played it. and I was like, I really like the story. I like the characters. The dialogue's yeah. really funny. Yeah. But there was this one puzzle I was struggling with for like 30 minutes. I could not figure it out. And I looked online, found the solution. I was like, 
well, that's bullshit. And I turned it <laughs> off and never played it again. <laughs> I just eventually, I just pulled up a guide and just used it the entire way through just so I could get the story because the story's really good, but that's the thing. You yeah, I liked I liked what I was experiencing until like, I got to do all the puzzles and shit. So I and... like that tell to the Walking Dead to streamline all of that. It's like, no, here's the story. Here's the dialogue. You just do it and go and just get that experience. But that's what like every game has turned into that now. It's kind of like I, I kind of like the, the middle ground of, yeah, I kind of want to walk around and like talk to everyone and get because sometimes you use an item on someone that you're not supposed to use, but they always have something different to say. And I kind of like that about it. Um, but I don't know. So did the, you like uh kind of side tangent, but did you like uh Tim Schafer's game, uh, Broken Age? Was that what it's called? I love Broken, Broken Age. I loved Broken Age, but it was the same thing. Yeah. Um, I thought it was a good like middle ground between like, you know, the it was, story it was. stuff streamlined and come the the puzzles were there, but it wasn't like stupid bullshit. Yeah, because that I didn't really need that much of a guide for that one. It was yeah. it was stuff that was pretty logical and the puzzles when they did get difficult, you basically just had to whip out like a pen and a pad and just like draw stuff and I like that when you have yeah. to solve the pernal puzzle externally and then and then take it back into the game. It's like okay, I figured it out. I like that. Yeah. But when it's and some it still ridiculous... had some of that some of that dumb bullshit too, but it wasn't like too frustrating. Yeah. Like that one with the was that that knot puzzle I fucking hated that oh, puzzle. Yeah. In oh hindsight, yeah. It's really funny. But in hindsight, oh. it's really funny. Like it's a really funny puzzle. Yeah. Even though it's bullshit at the time when you do it. Frugal V in the chat um, said it'd be nice if those games had a puzzle hint option where it basically just tells you what to do. Yeah. Um, yeah, I wouldn't mind that. I think some of them did start to lean towards that. Um, I know Thimble Thimblewood Thimblewood. Park, Thimblewood, Thimblewood Thimble something, Park. Thimbleweed. Uh, I think that does that, where yeah. it has those like the old school mechanics of it has like the talk button, as a use button. Uh, but I think it does have like a hint system. I think some of the like yeah. the remasters that came out did like Data Tentacle. I think does it. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I mean, I'm just guessing it's like a telltale experience based on the the trailer we're seeing here for Vertigo. I'll style. definitely keep my eye on it. Huh? Like the art style looks very telltale. Yeah. yeah, it does. It looks very telltale, which I don't know why every like adventure game needs to have that style. Yeah. It's not telltale that does it, you know, fucking um, Square Enix did it. No, don't. Who was that? Those guys don't, don't fly. Is that who did the, uh, yeah, don't, don't nod. nod. Yeah. They have a same, you can stick those characters in the walking dead games and with very little, there's very little uh, discrepancy between their designs. Yeah. Which okay, good middle round. Supermassive, the the um, is it Supermassive or the the Man of Medan guys and the uh, Until Dawn, like yes, that's a, that's, that's a, a good middle, middle round. round. Yeah. that's a good middle round. Yeah, I agree. I agree, and I would love to see more like that. So hopefully, it leans more towards like the supermassive design with a telltale art style and i can see why the telltale art style is like so appealing you know it's a not a very expensive art style to put together you know it's kind of low resolution there's not a lot of work that goes into developing character models in that style 
So we'll wait and see what Vertigo looks like. I'm definitely keeping my eye on it just because it's such an interesting idea to me. Again, it'd be like if someone made a Citizen Kane game <laughs> and just like put that out. Like that's so cool to me to like imagine. Now yeah. I want to see if it's gonna be a piece of shit or is it gonna be cool? We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> we also got to look at a new game called Terra Nil, uh, developed by Devolver Digital. It is. Let me see if I can try to describe this. It is a real-time strategy environmental. There's it's a, like there's, a real-time they have strategy a, game. There's a description like, in their description. Yeah. A lot, of, a lot of videos don't do this. They have their own description for the video in the description. Here we but. go. Yeah, it's an open-ended strategy. Basically, the opening strategy it's, progresses it's, through multiple stages of restoration, including so yeah, it's like an it's Sim City, it's like an but environmental. It's yeah. Sim City, but like you're creating an environment for wildlife to live in and prosper instead of humans, basically. Yeah, which I, I totally fucked up trying to describe it. I'm glad you <laughs> like that thing. I was like, I don't know how to fucking describe this. Yeah. It looks interesting though. It's a really cool concept, and I like this idea that. You're basically like reforesting the world, trying to bring animals back, some life back. It's really cool, and I like that. And I want to see how far that system goes yeah. into managing these elements. So it looks really neat, and I like it. And anything Devolver Digital puts out, I'm like, okay, I'll check it out. Uh, you can check it out on Steam right now. It hasn't had a release date announced yet, so you can add it to your wish list if you're interested. It looks cool. I like yeah. what I'm looking at here. We also got to look at uh, Palia, which is a MMO game where you can build a home and a life and meet and befriend a compelling cast of characters and experience an evolving narrative with other players. Wow, it looks that was a good description. That, that's exactly what it says in the fucking video. So I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they describe it as a community simulation MMO. So not too dissimilar to like. I'm trying to think of like Animal Crossing with a more realistic art style. I say that in parentheses. Yeah, it's like Animal Crossing. It's like the the Harvest Moon games that have been coming out. Um, yeah, like Stardew Valley, but it's 3D, full 3D, and multiplayer MMO shit. Yeah, which uh, could be interesting. You know, there, there's a there's a market for something like that for sure. Yeah. So it would be cool to see. I, I really like the art style for this game. Yeah, it looks like World of Warcraft. It looks a lot like World of Warcraft, like a little bit nicer. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of this so there's a lot of there's a lot of trailers life, coming out right now that have this very yeah. green theme, like very happy green theme, and and a lot of the trailers coming out now, which I don't know. That's just the mindset right now. It's just like, hey, we've been in a dumps lately. Let's let's make something more appealing. Ruffy. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but shitload of trailers coming out, and a lot of them oh, are just sure. it's just like this. Now, here's something that I really like. Yeah, Jay and Silent Bob Chronic Blunt Punch. <laughs> it's a beat 'em up, a side-scrolling co-op beat 'em up featuring Jay and Silent Bob from the uh, Skewverse movies. I fucking love this, dude. Yeah, I love this. Yep. Yeah. The music fucking slaps. 
it has this like hand-drawn 2D art style, kind of like uh, like Streets of Rage 4, but a little bit rougher, but more cartoony. So you have like those smear frames and those uh, those motion lines. It's really cool. I really like this. I like this a lot. Yeah, like, this I'm game a... looks like it has sense of humor I'm into. Um, it's dumb, which is why I like Jane Silent Bob. Yeah! Because it's stupid, but I like stupid comedy. <laughs> So same. And those of you who are friends of the show, you'll know that we did we we cover something similar. This isn't the first Jane Silent Bob 2D beat em up. They had another one called what was it? Like The Mall, Mall Brawl? Yeah. Mall something. It's at the end of this trailer, so you'll see it. But it's like an eight bit like uh eight bit um goddamn a double dragon style beat them up that's already out so you can go and play that now if you really want to but this looks incredible like i actually really really like this yeah. and according to the trailer here it's out now according to the youtube video oh yeah in the description ign says it's out now so that would be cool to check out i'm probably gonna check that out right now i love me some beat-em-ups I love me hand-drawn 2D art and video games. And I love some stupid comedy. And this is all three of those things. So, you know, fucking give it to me. I'm down. I'm behind this game 110%. Yeah. We also got to look at Pal World. Okay, so this, which, you know, I like to put the good yeah. ones last. <laughs> yeah. I knew you'd be bringing this up. So you want you want to yeah. tell people kind of what this is. Okay, so <laughs> we all we all want to think about fucking that Pokemon Arceus game as being like a it's Pokemon Breath of the Wild. No motherfucker, this is more Pokemon Breath of the Wild than that will ever be. But not only that, <laughs> it's got like fucking guns for some reason. Yeah, I was like, what? The first time I saw this trailer, I saw this like forever ago. It's got like third person shooting, and yeah. this isn't like. This isn't like Mario shooting with like, oh, here's some cute weapons. These are like AKs, like assault <laughs> rifles. That's an M4 that bitch was holding. Like, what is this shit? But then at some point, there's like a Pokemon sweatshop where they're like building guns. And I'm like, what the fuck is this game? <laughs> it looks stupid and awesome and amazing and just the exact kind of dumb shit that I like. Yeah, and like she just picked up that like, that sheep thing is like a shield. Like, I like the way you could use these like creatures. Yeah. Because look, there's a million different ways you could use them. Like, in the beginning of the trailer, she was, like, flying on one and, like, shooting a guy while she was flying on this bird. And there's also a point where they're, like, building a house with her. And there's a point, like, halfway through where there's, like, an animal on her head and it's, like, shooting where she shoots. Like, it's it's crazy. Like, I, I the, the creativity that you could use these creatures is really cool. And I'm, I'm, I'm kind of into this, dude. I think I want this. Yeah, so these are the guys. These guys made um, Craftopia, which I think when oh. um, in one of the previous shows where Uncle Dolph was on, he was talking. I think he mentioned this, and I didn't. I didn't know about it before that, but like this is like this is like this is what I'm looking for, man. <laughs> I mean, not so much in, like in terms of like I I want Pokemon to do something like this where. You can take your Pokemon and do what they're supposed to do in the world. You can do with them. So you can use them as 
you can use your electric Pokemon as a generator to generate electricity, or you can use your cow Pokemon and have them crop, you know, doing crops for you, or, you know, that's, that's what I'm expecting out of an open world Pokemon game. That's the kind of shit I'm expecting. Uh, and you're not going to get that from fucking Arceus. Okay. Arceus. Arceus. Is it Arceus? Arceus. It's Arceus. Okay, whatever. <laughs> Fuck, man. I don't give a shit. <laughs> yeah, this looks incredible. I saw this on Twitter a while ago. And it looks really cool, man. I don't even know, like, how I feel about it. It looks so weird and dumb and interesting, but I want it. I really yeah. want this. You could add it to your wish list on Steam right now. That's what I just did. This is set to come out according to Steam 2022. And I really like this. I, I, I want to see more of this. I'm definitely following this game. Joker, yeah. even Joker's like, come on, Wasabi, you're better than this. It's RCS. <laughs> okay, I've only seen it written, man. I've never seen it pronounced. <laughs> Point is, um, Power but... World looks fucking dope. It, it even does dope. a thing in the beginning. It does a thing that uh, Breath of the Wild does where like you're running and then it does a little sweeping landscape thing. Yeah. But even like but it looks, some looks of the cool. other stuff they show where like they're, they're fishing and they throw the electric one in the water and it shocks yeah. all the water stuff. Like that's the kind of interactions that I'm looking for out of Pokemon that you don't, you don't get. So, I don't know. I'm, I, yeah. But from what I know about Craftopia, which is these guys' other game, is that it kind of, they kind of didn't get all the way there to what you'd want. Um, I think that's, at least that's what uh, Uncle Dolph said when he was on. So, like, I'm hoping that everything that this promises or looks to promise, it will deliver on. It's um, same. Or I that really, they really stick like with it for a long time. Because Craftopia, I don't even think, came out of early access. Or maybe it did, but it's not been a while since that's been out, so. I don't know. There is, I don't know if you checked out the co the comments on this video, but there's some, there's some fucking yeah. bangers here. <laughs> Everybody ganks that's all Pokemon are enslaved to make guns in a factory. <laughs> I went from, oh cool, another monster raising game, to laughing uncontrollably at the ridiculous amount of blatant in-your-face monster cruelty. <laughs> yeah, this is, uh... This is good, man. I just need this needs to be this needs to come out now, though. Yeah, dude, I, I really want to see this. this coming out twenty twenty two. So it's this. definitely coming out after RCS. So we'll see what the reviews look like for RCS and when this comes down. I'm just gonna quickly uh, wish list this. Yeah, I, I already did. It looks dope. But no, this looks fucking cool. I like this a lot. We also got some uh, game releases. We got uh, Chivalry 2 is coming out on PC, PS4, PS5, Xbox One, and Xbox Series X. That's coming out June 8th. I thought Chivalry 2 was already out. Guess not. Um, uh, people like this game. I've never played it, but people like this game. Yeah, it's one of those games that people... I think one of the big things... It's like uh, DayZ, where people like to role-play heavy 
in this game. Yeah. Um, I think it's big. It's big for that kind of interaction. But I think the combat system, I think, is also pretty pretty tight. Yeah. Uh, I never played it, but that's one yeah, of the me neither. Things. I might check it out eventually, but we'll see. We also have uh, Edge of Eternity is finally coming out again June 8th as well. Uh, so that's that's out today. You can actually buy it now at a reduced 15% off if you pick it up right now. Uh, those of you who don't know, Midgar Studio was a uh, company that put this game together. A small, like, you know, basement company, basically, that put this together. This game got kit-started, God, what, like five years ago? Six years ago? Something like that? And no it was idea. promised to be, like, a return-to-form-style JRPG. They dropped names like Lost Odyssey, Final Fantasy X, when the, with their pitch. It's taken a bit of a turn. It was a, a regular, just turn-based RPG. Now it's got this, like, grid-based combat, which I'm okay with. I know a lot okay. turned a lot of people off of it, but I'm okay with it. I, you put, you got your, you got your Fire Emblem in my Final Fantasy... No, it's got D and D in your Final Fantasy. Oh, even worse! <laughs> Shut the fuck up! I love D and D, but this looks cool though. Um, I like the way this looks. It's twenty five dollars right now, twenty five forty nine. If you pick it up like right now, normally thirty bucks. I think it's worth looking into. I yeah. like the concept of it. They're promising like fifty hours of gameplay. I don't know if that's straight story or story inside content. But it looks interesting. And last time we talked about this, the game didn't look too impressive graphically. And it looks like there's uh, some tweaks here to kind of fix those criticisms we had. It looks good. It reminds me of like a Final Fantasy 13. Yeah. It reminds me of Final Fantasy 13, but like not the straight last gen console, like the PC release they did later. Yeah. <laughs> and I like it. I like it. I'll have to wait and see what people say about this. Reviews are pretty positive for it, so I really want to check this out. We also got uh, Neptunia Reverse coming out on PS5. I don't know anything about these Neptunia games, so what is Reverse? Is it like a collection, it's or a is it like re, a remaster? It's a re-re-release. A re-re-release <sighs> of the first Neptunia game, which had okay. already been re-released. Okay. PS4. Uh, here's the thing. Okay, so this says in our notes here, I put specifically Neptunia Reverse PS5. Yeah. I couldn't find any information on this as to why they need a specific PS5 version of a re-release that already exists on PS4 that's a re-release of a PS3 game that when you look at it graphically it's not a game that warrants you know you're not gonna sit here and tell me oh yeah we added ray tracing to this anime game or you know what i'm saying like yeah what? i'm watching the the playstation trailer showing off the uh ps5 version okay and they're basically talking about like oh you can unlock all these characters in the star look at all these outfits and equipment but they're not talking at all about like graphics. It looks like I don't think they did anything graphically. 
I don't, yeah, so I'm not totally sure why they need another re-re-release of a game that's already been re-released on PS4. Uh, so, there you go. That's the story of this franchise, in a nutshell. Uh, <laughs> they're actually not bad, they're not bad RPGs, they're actually quite good, Yeah, but... Once you play one, they're not bad. There's like a fucking million of them. If and, you play one, yeah. you played them all. Most, mostly. Yeah. So there's some like spinoffs that are different. Like there's like an action one, and but the main series is pretty good. Just straight up good RPG shit. Yeah. Um. So just play one and then be done with it. <laughs> <laughs> good review there. Uh, the next day, June 9th, we have uh, Alba, a wildlife adventure coming out on Switch, PS4, PS5, Xbox One, and Series X. We talked about this game before, I think. It's like an island survival game, not not too dissimilar to like Stardew Valley or like Animal Crossing. Yeah. But it's got this like narrative behind it where you're like saving creatures, taking pictures of animals. And the description says to save your beautiful island and its wildlife and possibly start a revolution. So I don't know what that's about, but it looks cool. <laughs> it's a it's really cute, really cute game. It's overwhelmingly positive on Steam, yes. which means it's probably something you need to check out. Yes. Uh, that should be my wish it looks, list when it's not. Yeah, same. It looks really cool. It's 17 bucks on Steam, so maybe worth checking out. Yeah. Uh, that's dropping on everything outside of Steam June 9th. So tomorrow, get ready to pick that up if you own a Switch, PS4, or any other current-gen systems. Uh, to this, I didn't know this was happening. We got No More Heroes and No More Heroes 2 coming out on PC tomorrow as well. This was, yeah, this was announced pretty much when it happened, like a couple days ago. Yeah, dude. I didn't know this was happening. So that's cool to see. Uh, there's no word yet if No More Heroes 3 is coming to PC. So far, it's still a Switch exclusive until someone says otherwise. But, you know, here's a chance to play No More Heroes now to those of you who don't have a Switch to play it on. Um, I do own a Switch. I did buy No More Heroes on Switch, and it's not bad. It's pretty fun. Uh, there's a lot of stupid bullshit in there, but when I was told that was there on purpose for a narrative reason. <laughs> and <laughs> From what I told, the stupid bullshit is intentional. Yeah. And it must not have been that intentional because they fucking take it out in the sequel. So, <laughs> but whatever. Uh, it's still a fun game, interesting game. Art style is really cool. Uh, the world's really cool. Characters are really cool. So definitely check it out. I think it's worth checking out. I don't know how much it's going to be on Steam, but on Switch it was only like 20 bucks for each of these games. I would say it's worth 20 bucks. Yeah. Oh, and Fantasy Star Online 2, New Genesis coming out too. Moving That's on. what we're here, really <laughs> here for. That's what we're really here for. So, uh, New Genesis, you know, they're making a New Genesis. It's uh, coming out tomorrow. No, it flew under a lot of people's radar, but uh, it's happening. Despite your best efforts to talk about it and spread the <laughs> the good word of Fantasy Star, <laughs> um, fucking love this game, dude. Love it. Yeah, love this game. Uh, I actually mistakenly thought it was happening today, and I psyched myself up a bit and got disappointed. <laughs> so, uh. Yeah, it's happening this tomorrow. This appointment is immeasurable and my day is ruined. <laughs> no, it kind of is, actually. Because today is my day off and I can't play it all day like I wanted to. But, uh, yeah. Uh, so. so Joker is uh, asking here, and I think you qu you're qualified to answer that, Sabi. Joker wants to know if you should get Fast and Furious on his PS4. Uh, 
Is that, is that, are you joking, Joker? Or is that a serious question? Because uh, I can't tell. <laughs> uh, no, absolutely not. Absolutely not. Unless it's free. <laughs> and even then, no. Uh, it's like, no. Shit, no, man. What the fuck is wrong with you? That game Get your ass kicked saying something like okay? that. <laughs> that game fucking sucks. I bought it and played through it. If you want to watch it, the whole playthrough is up on YouTube. But basically, it amounts to I bought a sixty-dollar game for the lols, and it wasn't worth it. So, <laughs> um, do with that information what you will. <laughs> Moving uh, on, <laughs> it's all about families, but yeah, no, said. yeah, I, yeah, but that's a family, <laughs> broken, broken family, dude. There's a, a nuclear family there. Nuclear family is like the good family, isn't it? Is it? Isn't I don't like know the term. When I hear nuclear, I think yeah. bad. I, I use that. I use that term not knowing what it actually means. So, <laughs> yeah, so. a nuclear family is uh, the basic like familial unit, unit, a couple oh. and their children. Well, that family needs therapy. So, uh, yeah, I would not. I would not adopt those children. <laughs> I would not I'm, adopt those kids. I I'm, I'm wouldn't pay child home. support. I just leave, move to Mexico, and pretend oh, they don't yeah. exist. Oh, yeah. Start a new life somewhere else. Maybe come back into their life when they're adults just to fuck with them and leave again. But Yeah. That's one of those things that, like, how did that get made? It's so perplexing. Uh, money. <laughs> I don't even know if it really made anything, though. Like, news got out. Nobody thought it was going to be a good game. And news got out that it was shitty pretty fast. So I don't think anybody was really like excited for it. Not only is it shitty, but it has like it's sixty dollars and it has a DLC on top of that. And yeah. <laughs> and it has a uh, online mode with no one playing it. And no one was playing it when it launched. I can tell you that. I can verify that. <laughs> um so yeah. Not even even if you're curious, don't buy it. Yeah. We also got a announcement for June 10th. We have uh, Chicory, a colorful tale, releasing on PC, PS4, and PS5. It's a overhead 2D puzzle game with a coloring book, like art style. The puzzles involve you painting in designs, painting in um, objects in the environment to solve puzzles and progress forward. Looks really cool. I like yeah. the art style. It's a really cute looking game. I don't have uh, anything bad to say about it. Very unique concept too. I like, yeah. I like games that try new ideas. This is a one I've never seen before. Yep. Uh, this game. Aside... Um. Oh, sorry. I was gonna say the, the only thing I've seen like mess with like painting like this is uh the unfinished swan. I remember like a small game nobody played back in like early 2000s called magic pen gel uh it's like a it's like a 2d no it's not a 2d sorry it's a 3d turn-based rpg with like monster hunting mechanics but the gimmick is that you draw up your own creatures this came out in like the ps2 so the drawing software wasn't exactly the best but it was a thing that happened but this looks really cool yeah 
Yeah, it's coming out June 10th, so in two days you can pick it up on PC, PS4, and PS5. I say go check it out. I, I might I might look into this. I like the way this looks. We also have a uh, Final Fantasy VII Remake Intergrade coming out on PS5 June 9th. Uh, this is the full bundle with Final Fantasy VII Remake and the Intergrade expansion included. $70. $70. $70. And yeah, so uh, just, I don't know how I feel about that. That's the standard edition. The deluxe edition is $90. What the fuck? Why is that a thing? <laughs> this game, <laughs> I'm like a little pissed off that's a thing, dude. Yeah, this game is over a year old now. Right? 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 Yeah. I don't know. When did FF7 Remake come out? Not like early 2020. It was like one of the first games that came out in 2020. Like February. Um, yeah. Um, was it in February? I could have sworn it came out like later. I think it was early. I'm April 10th. Sure. Okay. April 10th. Two months. So yeah, over a year. Um, but yeah, so that that's happening. So... If for some reason you want to play that, you can do that. Or I think if you have the PS4 version, it's a free upgrade to the PS5 version, isn't it? So theoretically, yeah, but it doesn't come you know, with. Does it come with the DLC? I don't know because they're marking that as a thing that's included with this. Like it's okay, not. so maybe it doesn't. Then I don't know. But point is, that's coming out June 10th. If you absolutely have not played FF7 yet, you don't have a PS4 to get it cheaper on because you can get you can get the game cheaper right now on PS4 and buy the DLC separately. That'll still be cheaper than a seventy dollars package. Well, the, well, yeah, but that original is still sixty. I can't believe it's still charging full price for this. Yeah, digital, but you can fucking. Well, yeah. I go to GameStop right now. I could probably get it for like what forty bucks, maybe. Let's let's find out. For shits and giggles, let's find out. Yeah, but if, if it is you're... $35. Nice. For nice. PS4 at GameStop right now. They they do have an all digital console, so if you're one if you're like me who would have bought that or did buy that, then fuck you're fucked. You're getting fucked. Yeah, you're fucked. And you're you can't even fucked. and you can't even since they do have like their stores locked down, you can't even go to like Amazon and get like a digital or like Green Man Gaming sells digital keys. Like, you can't even go anywhere yeah. else and get it. Uh, Frugal Vegan was saying it was free for a bit on PlayStation Plus. It was. There's some caveats. Yeah. One, it's not free anymore. So if you're barely jumping on that bandwagon now, you're fucked. Also, the PS Plus version was not upgradable to PS5. Yeah. that You are excluded from the upgrade if you have that version. So. Yeah. So, that sucks. <laughs> Sony knows what and, they're doing, man. They know they can yeah, fuck dude. people. Like it's the same. Like when those PS Plus games come out that have both a PS4 and a PS5 version, but you only get the one version. Like that. That's yeah. fucked. That's fucked. Yeah, it is. I agree. Um, we also have Ninja Gaiden Master Collection coming out June 10th for PC, Switch, PS4, Xbox One. 
It is a total collection of all three Ninja Gaiden Sigma games. Uh, looks dope. You know, if you like Ninja Gaiden, I've played Ninja Gaiden in years, so I might pick this up. I love me some action games. I think Ninja Gaiden's hard as fuck. But, you know, I'm older yeah. now. I'm a wiser, better gamer, so maybe oh, every I time as they, fucked as I was when I was a kid. Every time they re-release these games, they made them a little easier. Oh, did they? Um, yeah, well, this is the like... Sigma version of it. So it's not like a new version we haven't played yet. This is the Sigma version. Yeah. Which Sigmas, well, they add like they added like they add more checkpoints, they add more save points. Uh like that I know for a fact. They made the bosses just... themselves like harder though. That's the thing. I remember playing Sigma one. Maybe. And the bosses themselves were like tougher. So it wasn't as punishing because if you got killed by a boss, you didn't go back as far. Yeah. But the boss itself was hard to get past to make up for it. At least that's how I remember it. Um it looks cool. It's coming out June 9th, so that'll definitely be worth checking out. Um, I like me some action games, so this looks like fun. I might pick this up if I have time to play it June uh, June 10th. And uh, June 11th, we have Game Builder Garage coming out on Switch. Yes. Oh, man, I really, really want to check that out. I can't I wait till that comes out. Getting this day one. Now, uh, due to uh, unforeseen circumstances, my Switch is uh, banned from participating in online activities, but I can... What did you do? <laughs> Nothing. Uh... You just got this shit working, and now you can't do anything with it. No, oh, no, this was before. This is like... I put RetroArch on it. I hacked it. Okay. I hacked it basically, and then I put RetroArch on it, and then went online, not hurting anyone. I just went online with it with a hacked switch, and they banned me. <laughs> so fuck those guys, dude. Which I don't even want to pay for their online service anyway. But you know, I might have dipped in just to like try out some of the. I don't know if this even has like shareable. It has. It you know, fucking Nintendo will Nintendo the fuck out of any, anything they do. Yeah. So I'm sure they fuck this up somehow where like you can't share your levels easily or here's a 37 digit code to put on Twitter so you can share your levels or something like that um i'm i'm sure they fucked it up somehow cuz they they find a way um this game's only $30 which is awesome yeah i i really like it it's doing the uh the dreams thing that's PlayStation did but it looks a lot simpler it's easier to digest and it's only 30 bucks i really really want this game i'll probably be picking that up when that comes out i really like it we also have uh guilty gear strive coming out on pc ps4 and ps5 that looks fucking dope uh guilty gear strive looks like a lot of fun uh that chick with that like astral wolf thing looks fucking cool i really like that I just I'm playing so many games right now. I don't have time to invest in a new fighting game, so I'll probably pick this up like way later once the meta's been discovered and I get my ass kicked during an online match because everyone's better than I am. <laughs> yeah, my uh my favorite Guilty Gear character has always been Eno. I know I don't know how to say her name. Someone gonna tell me I'm saying that wrong too, but uh, she's the one that has the, like the guitar. And she has a bunch oh of, yeah, like, yeah 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 guitar based moves. I always thought she was dope as fuck. Not that I'm good. I thought uh, I always thought Kai was pretty cool. Kai, what's his name? Kiski? Keski? Yeah, Kiski. He's the the dude with the the the, the katana. Oh. He does like lightning attacks or something. He's really cool. Um, I also liked uh, June. What's her? Kawada Berry. Kawada Berry. 
She's uh she's like she kicks. Oh yeah. I like her a lot. Yeah. Um but no, oh, then they have like cool. a trap character too. The trap character who you talked about? Uh one of the characters is a trap. I think Bridget. Is that their name? Oh, like literally like I thought you meant like mechanically, like they're a trap no. character. I was like, what are you talking about? <laughs> I know, I know what you're talking about with the yo-yo. Is that is that the one? Yeah, yeah. Bridget's uh, Bridget's a man or a um, boy. I don't know. Japan's weird. I always <laughs> I liked think Bridget's and hated like a young boy because uh, I'm bad. I'm bad at these games, but they're like so fun to play. Until you find someone who just destroys you, and it's like I don't want to play anymore. Yeah, yeah that's usually how it goes. <laughs> uh, we also have Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart coming out yeah. June 11th, so stay tuned for reviews on that. We'll see if it's worth getting a PlayStation um, Five. The reviews for. are Probably out. I, I think the reviews are already out. Are they? And it's they're, a seventy-dollar game. Seventy-dollar game. Sony thinks that they are worth seventy dollars, and I'm here to tell you. They're not. Uh, <laughs> no one is. I mean, look, charge what you think your game is worth. But um, they are the outliers here. And like EA thinks. Wait, did, has EA done that yet? They did with their like sports games. They've released like seventy dollar versions of the game that like actually have all the content. <laughs> uh, but a game like Ratchet and Clank, that's just like a straight up linear platformer that you're going to play once and then put on your shelf and then it's going to collect dust not worth seventy dollars yeah i agree it still looks cool though and i'll probably get it when i get a ps5 but i'm not going to buy a ps5 for it it's yeah not. and that is it for all our releases man yeah. <laughs> is it for the show kind of slow news week but we still managed to squeeze two out of this two hours out of this somehow <laughs> Yeah, still Newsweek, but there's a lot of just rumble Discussion. happening. Yeah. A lot of trailers. I was thinking this. I was thinking this making this like a trailer episode, but that's not a good for like people that just listen and don't yeah. watch. So, but there's a bunch of trailers. If you're looking for trailers, um, IGN had like a week where they were just putting up trailer after trailer after trailers with a bunch of trailers. I'm sure I missed some. Definitely missed some. But yeah, if there's anything of... we missed, you know, let us know in the Discord. You know, we're pretty yeah. active there. Uh, I try to respond to everybody at least a little bit on the Discord. Yeah, let us know what uh, let us know what you're excited for this uh, coming E3 season. It's gonna be hot, man. It's gonna yeah. be hot. I'm excited. I'm excited. Gamerverse.com, gamerverse.com slash Twitch, gamerverse.com slash YouTube, gamerverse.com slash Discord. Gamers.com. Go there. Virgo Vegan says he's excited for the Harry Potter game that's coming out. I forgot that's a thing. I can't wait to see that at E3, actually. Gross. Gross. It's disgusting. Harry Potter. My wife's a huge Harry Potter fan, so that's why I care. Not Never been a Harry Potter fan. Never tried to, though, so maybe that's on me. I watched that yeah, first movie, okay. and I thought it was all right. Yeah. My mom got me the books for Christmas, and I was like, where's my uh, N64 games, huh? <laughs> that was the same way. Mom got me the books, and I was like, I wanted a Game Boy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, um, 
Uh, but yeah, that's gonna do it here. Thanks for joining us, guys. Thanks to uh, yeah, guys. What was that guy's name? Uh, Dark Sage nine one one seven for that good question yeah. earlier. That was really good. Yeah, thanks, Dark Sage. If you guys wanna chat, you know, you know where to find us. <laughs>